Welcome and welcome back to the right angle. We got the terrible twosome. I think, although now that I think about it, last week was a terrible threesome. So the terrific, maybe, I don't know. It's the G-Man and Mo. Once again, CeCe has got some very high level. Didn't it sound like he's got some very high level going on? He's always got something secret going on in his life. And it kind of scares me sometimes. The G-Man is going to kick us off tonight as he normally does with his abnormal perspective on things. So what do you have for us? Well, I this is something that I saw yesterday. And I hate to talk about the China virus, Kung flu, whatever you want to call it. But there were several points that were made on a text that somebody sent me. And I'm going to read these to you. All of you people out there that have been following this as closely as possible and hanging on every word that Farchi has when he talks. <laughs> um, All right. This is what they said. If the tests work, why were there so many false positives? If the masks worked, why was a six feet separation necessary? If the six feet uh, uh, worked, uh, why do we need masks? Uh, if all three work, why was there a lockdown? If all four worked, why did we need a vaccination? And finally, if the vaccination works, why is there a no liability clause? <laughs> we talked about this in our early podcasts, which are yet unpublished for proprietary secret of reasons. But... We haven't really talked about this much, I don't think, since we've officially been on in the podcast universe. But it's it just it continues to be so sad and so disheartening that just when you think you're turning the corner, they invent or come up with something new and they will just say, well, it's we didn't know this yesterday, but based on what we know today, now you've got to start masking again. And you hear all the time about people who've been vaccinated and still get the symptoms and it's it's like one of those things you could talk about forever but you just get so tired of the whole thing i think everyone is sick and tired of it no pun intended and i think people i i would really be concerned if people went into a lockdown again i really would i yeah I, the people's sanity is they're gonna break if this continues to occur as it does. I was in a house last week figuring out some work for these people. And it was a husband and a wife, and they both had their masks on inside their house. And when I got to the door, they said, hey, have you been vaccinated? And of course, I said, yes, I have been by the Lord thy God almighty. You know, and, and so they let me in. And I'm thinking, are you that stupid? Or are you that scared that you have to go around in your own house with your wife or your husband wearing a mask in 85 degree weather outside <laughs> in which it doesn't it does not survive. Right. Flu's do, flu, flu crap in the air does not survive in 80 degree weather. It dies. Gosh, it's so frustrating. People just literally checked. Not everyone, the right angle aficionados and a great many other people just have not. But so many people just check their common sense just from day one. And the concerted effort that 
the power brokers made and the people behind it just to just give the full court press and to say anything they could to make it sound like this was just going to be the end of everything. And it, it just felt like it happened so fast. And so many people just went into fear mode. And some have come out a little, some are still there, some are just waiting for any excuse to go back into it. And then, of course, you've got the common sense people that never bought it in the first place, and some people that realized what a hoax it was at some point along the way. But it's just, it's just very scary how people are just willing to go right back into that. And I don't know what they think, that they can put another year of their life on hold, the government will take care of them, which, of course, is the plan all along. But very, very disappointed in at least half of the population of the U.S. And not only that, but I, they, I don't know if anybody has known this or not, but they have also backed way off on the deaths that were caused by the Kung flu. And, really? And, oh, yeah. The, it went way down to what actual people that died from having this was. And of those people, they had symptoms that maybe were triggered by having the mm -hmm. flu. In other words, what they were saying was was that there was only so many people that died that die every year from the flu right. when it comes through like this. It was, you couldn't, I think they said you couldn't fill a football stadium, a small football stadium with the people that died through symptoms of Kung flu yep. and, and that type of stuff. Whenever they say, oh, there's a big mass of people that down in Florida that are having it occur again like they did last week, I'm saying to myself, prove it. Show me the numbers. Show me the yeah. people. Show me the hospital. They're, it's not anywhere. They just come out and they say stuff like that. I, I didn't read the story yet, but Joe Biden was talking at some trucking something and told everyone he drove an 18-wheeler once, which is oh my God. total lie. Oh. I don't know who his quote handlers are, but they must just cringe every time he goes out in public or even any time he opens his mouth, really. Exactly. He's like a drunk grandpa at Thanksgiving. You know, yeah. you go the, you know, the grandma brings him and she's going, oh, my God, what's he going to say this time? You know, right. that, that, that I'm not aware that he's going to say the guy's totally nutso. But, yeah. but it, it's to the point now, I think, where most people are thinking, you know, who do I believe and who do I trust anymore? I know his his approval ratings, which were never as high as it's shown. I know they've gone down. And anyone who does not get their news exclusively from the good old drive-by medias, as they say, has I mean, they have to know that he's just a total buffoon. People used to call Trump a buffoon, but yet he got all these trade deals done. He did all this stuff for minorities, for gays, for everyone in the U.S., and he's not Mr. Eloquent, but he tells it like it is. Of course, he exaggerates and hyperbole and all that, but he doesn't tell outright lies unless he's doing it in total jest, which, of course, the media does not understand at all. Whereas Biden, he just literally doesn't know what he's saying. I, I think if you played something back to him that he said a few days ago, he would go, who said that? <laughs> hey, he sounded like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, Lord, I'm telling you. When Don Lemonhead uh, interviewed oh, him on TV on CNN, 
that I don't know a week ago or something, I could see in Lemonhead's eyes that he was going. Somebody set me up with this. You know, somebody punked me because I got to interview this total idiot. You know, who's who's got this all this power, and and doesn't know what to do with it and doesn't even know what to say. I heard you know, some stuff out of Arizona about a great number of votes that were questionable and this and that. But I don't know, is that still kind of going on? Because I know Georgia's got something, possibly Wisconsin, Michigan, but I don't know if it keeps getting swept under the rug or they're drawing it out or do you have any more info on it than I do? I I do know that the legitimate votes or the, the ballots that they had in at least Maricopa County, and I don't know if this was everywhere in the U.S., had supposed watermarks on them so that you could, you know, tell whether they were legitimate or not. And by doing so, they have eliminated uh, tens of thousands of ballots by illegal people, people that have voted twice, and just, you know, dirtbags in general. Yes, on both counts, yes, it's still being swept under the rug, and who knows where it's going. They have the proof that Biden did not win the election. I don't know why they're dragging their feet on it, except that I don't know who you can go to. Everything is corrupt in the government. Yeah, Everything is. You can't go to the FBI. You can't go to the CIA. You can't go to the, the attorney generals. Even Barr failed them. Yeah, it's hard to, to understand if it is they're A, that, afraid of the not afraid of the institution but afraid of what it will do to the institution that it's a sacred cow that even though all this stuff is obviously wrong or signs point to it being wrong that they just can't find it within themselves to man up or woman up and really take a stand like very few have obviously like Linwood who's been totally berated and Sydney Powell. I haven't heard much from her lately or about her, but unless all that stuff, I mean, what what would be the reason for them to totally cook all that Dominion voting stuff up? And where would they, how would you even come up with something of that magnitude? I just can't even imagine fictionalizing all that stuff and, and what would their motive be in doing it? Oh, I don't, I don't think for a second that they fictionalized it. I don't know why at all that they haven't come out with the proof which they have a guy signed an affidavit uh, stating that he has the proof in the dominion machines that he has in italy and by signing the affidavit if he lies and comes back to the u.s they throw him in jail of course nobody gets thrown in jail anymore for anything but but uh they do have the proof and i don't i thought for sure the fourth of july would have been the time to say the charade is over and, yeah. and it's time to put Biden into an assisted living uh, place and to lock up Carmela uh, Harris for just being a total puke. Yeah, she uh, yeah, someone. Uh, well, I, I probably well, I don't think it would matter. Someone that I know that I'm related to had someone I think that she directly knew that worked with. Carmala, or however you We'll call her Carmela. Yeah, and and he said, really, at the end of the day, even though Nancy Pelosi is who she is, she's at least a decent person for the most part, but but Miss Harris, he said, is not. And 
I think as it's come out already, nobody likes her. Nobody likes working with her. She's just, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about her background other than, well, probably, I probably will not say she slept her way to the top because I don't know that that's how she got in the position she is, but she is not an entirely decent person from what I understand. Well, all you have to do is look at the Democratic primaries and realize that she was the very, out of all those dirtbags that ran, yeah. she was the very first one kicked out. The very first one that didn't get enough votes democratically right. to keep going in there. She was number one, and now she's his running mate. You, you, as we've many times said, you just can't even write stuff this crazy. It just unfolds, and half the people just drink it down like the Kool-Aid they've been drinking for way too many years. I still am looking for somebody to debate about anything that is a hardcore Democrat. Uh, yeah. they, they re, they'll just simply, you know, turn you off or uh, just turn it, leave. They can't debate any of this no. stuff. No. And I think, the, you know, the blue dogs or the, you know, our, our parents or grandparents Democrats, the FDR Democrats that stood for something at least, I think they're kind of ashamed. And I don't know that they would come out and say so, but I mean, it seems to me that there's like those people who are good, decent people, and they just think different than we do. And then there's the total dirtbag woke leftists that really want to revolutionize the United States in a bad way. And it seems like maybe the, at some point there would be a fracture there. Who's that Democratic senator from West Virginia that is probably more conservative than certainly Mitt Romney is? But he seems to be kind of in a class by himself. Joe Lieberman, I think, was sort of like that. But there's just so many that I can't see anymore. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi is not a nice person otherwise, other than this thing. Either she is a liar, she's a cheat, and she's a scumbag also. She, I, wouldn't, I would not be a bit surprised if she stole all of her elections in her area or district that she comes yeah. from too, because that is one of the, probably the second or third most corrupt area in the United States. And is Gavin Newsom literally her nephew or something? Yes, that's what I heard, is that he's related to her. And they're just, they're all just laughing at people like you and I me. Know. You know, they're just saying, you know, yeah, I'll go out to the French restaurant. I can do that because I'm the governor of California. Well, guess what? Gruesome. You can't do that because they're going to recall you and you're going to be thrown out of your office. Wouldn't it be sweet? And have you heard, uh, I've just heard him talk a couple times, the former Detroit police commissioner, a black guy who's a Republican who's thinking of running for governor. Have you heard or seen much of him? I have not uh, on either of them, but I, other than people telling me that he seems to uh -huh. be like a righteous guy. and Yeah, he does. This is easy pickings for governors. I, I think you or I should run for governor this time because there is no way, and you know what, that she's going to win again. And I'm still concerned that she's going to still have her year and a half's worth of time here. I want her out now. And there are there is a petition on, on uh, you know whose desk that she won't count him. And, and, and the legislature's sitting there not doing anything about it. I don't know if there's any 
the equivalent of any Rand Paul's or Ted Cruz's in the Michigan legislature that do brave, heroic things and call people out. I guess I haven't really heard of any. Well, fortunately, Lee Chatfield had left, and this new guy supposedly is going to be doing some things. I'm sick and tired of people. Now, it's been on the news that Witless has lied, cheated, stole from the taxpayers, you know, gone on several illegal excursions, and nothing's happened to them. They have to be called on the carpet for what they're doing, or they'll continue to do it time and time again. Yeah, and they get emboldened a little bit more every time, and they kind of try to one-up themselves the next time and thinking that they just are all that, as the kids say. Exactly. You paid a million dollars to have a fence put around her place from a falsehood that the FBI fabricated with her, thinking that somebody was going to kidnap her and kill her. Yeah. That was all fabricated. I don't know if our listening audience, everyone out there knows that, but that's the truth. And they have proof. It wasn't one of, I didn't read the, get into it, but wasn't one of the FBI guys involved, didn't something... He was accused or found guilty of something. He was some kind um, of informant for the FBI. And I don't know if he was a dirtbag to begin with. And they, they were using him for something. And he got caught doing something again, whatever. But, but they do have paper proof that says, you know, they set this up so that it would look like she'd get kidnapped and killed. The only thing I, I would say about Chatfield is, is he did stand up. When that happened, and he said, hey, hey, you know, what about all of us, too? You know, those guys could have come into the Capitol and got us. It's not just her. You know, her face looks like a horse by witless. I can't get that out of my head, and I hope I put it in everyone else's, too, that it looks kind of horse, you know, like long equine horse face. Anyway. Well, how about, I just thought of one thing, and I and I had another one. What would you say to people who... The growing numbers of people who listen to this and say, oh, those guys are just a couple of uh, or three angry old white guys. We are. <laughs> Wait a minute. I am. Me... <laughs> I am. I won't put you in on that. We're, but, uh, we're all upset about the way America is going. That's why, that's why we do these things. And it's not going to all be political all the time. There's going to no. be other things. That, I've got a big, long legal pad of things that that I can talk about anytime, you know, you got 10 seconds for me to talk about that kind of stuff. But, but I would say that what we're talking about, most people would be shaking their heads. Yes, I understand what they're saying. And I feel the same way. I guess uh, open, open question. And this would probably be a better one for the three of us. But do you feel like it's just sort of evolved into the point where it just got a little worse and a little worse and a little worse and a little worse. And then I think as Cece said in our first podcast, kind of the reason that we started this is you two talked a lot, but do you think, have you changed or do you think people have just changed so much that you've got to say, hey, I'm the sane one here? I won't go so far as to say that, although I am sane, that it's that. I think people are being led with a, uh, like those cows that have the ring in their nose and the, yeah. the, the media is leading them around and they're just following it. And they listen to this stuff and they listen to the lies and they believe it. And it's causing me to scream at the top of my lungs, 
<laughs> that you're all idiots for listening to that. Like we said with the with the with the China flu and things mm-hmm. like that. It's 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 all insanity when you look back on it. I'll tell you another thing. When I was in another lady's house a month or so ago, she had yeah. thirty two tubs of sanitary wipes. Thirty two <laughs> tubs of them. Now, in the old days, you know, in the greatest generation, they all helped each other. Now, yeah. today, when you hear something, if we're going to have a power outage or something, first thing they do, they go to Costco, they buy all the water, they buy all of the all of the uh, sanitary wipes when it's the flu and things like that, and they hoard it for themselves. Did she just sort of have it somewhere casual that you stumbled on? No, or? no, it was in an area that I was going to be working on, and I had to move every single one of them, and that's why oh. I knew there were 32 of them. And so when you say tub, like how many? Like, like 100 are... wipes in each one. Oh, my gosh. So she had like 3,200 wipes that she was going to have in case there was an apocalypse, I guess. You know, if the Martians invaded us, which they have. And, he, and it's, yeah. in the, it's in the face of Joe Biden. He has to be from another planet. Yep, along with, with Mark uh, Wetzerberg. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. Ooh, he, he is creepy. He does look exactly like that Martian they caught back in the 50s. I think yeah, he's a spawn he of that. It's very possible because he's a, a very bright guy. He just, well, it's kind of. Well, come on now. He's, he's into, he might be book smart, but he's very, very yeah. life stupid. Very life yeah, stupid. Yeah, that's true. There are very we, few we, people in this, on this planet that can put both of those together. You people out there are listening to two of them. Who would you say in the public eye fits that description of wisdom and street smarts? Ron DeSantis. Ah, very good. Yes, I, I would. How about how about someone not in politics? You know, if you, I mean, I don't want to sound too uh, too white or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But but the smartest one, and I read two of his books. They're they're just black and white, right on, spot on, and that was Rush Limbaugh. He yeah. he got it. He was the one guy that made me realize, you know, you hear things and it's white noise occasionally. And he said, diversity means nothing. It means nothing. It just tells you what type of people are working wherever they are. It's individualism that runs things properly. It's the individual that does it, not diversity. Diversity does actually the opposite of what individualism does. All you have to do is look at the sports world for the most part. I mean, we won't go into the wokeness, but a basketball team doesn't try to get the most diverse, you know, a guy from China, a guy from Midwest, a guy from the deepest parts of Africa, a guy from South America. That's not what makes their team stronger. They want diverse talents, but they could all come from five black guys. Right. It's funny you should say that because one of my things I wanted to talk about was the fact that I want to see more whites in the NBA. We are being, you know, thrown to the, to the curb, and, and there has to be more whites in the NBA. I, I demand it. Well, I know Major League Baseball was going to spend like $150 million to try to get more blacks to play baseball because I have noticed that. I mean, obviously there's a lot of Hispanics that play just because it's kind of their culture growing up and – it's kind of their ticket out or whatever. And, you know, white guys. And 
I I almost sure that there's less African Americans playing baseball for whatever reason. Maybe they're playing more football or basketball, or maybe it just doesn't appeal to them. But just to go out and recruit not the best, but a race of people, we should really have a lot more Asians in the NBA. So we're going to go over and start spending money to recruit them. We don't care how good they are, but we just need more Asians in the NBA. How, how do you spend, if that's true, how do you spend 150 million dollars to try to get blacks to play another sport. I'd be very curious to see how any of that money was spent. I assume maybe for youth leagues in like the inner cities or something. Oh, wait, which, they I already mean, have those. They already have those. Yeah. I don't think okay. they cost $150 million or they're not going to put $150 million more into it. I'm pretty sure that's kind of like uh, the national debt of Venezuela, isn't it? you know, $150 million. And and by the way, speaking of sports, did you see that the Olympics were down 47% in viewership? The main NBC that, that shows the, quote, main sports, which are always swimming and diving and gymnastics, and then eventually a little track and field. But you have to look at the other channels to see the stuff that is more interesting that they've just decided that people don't like to watch. And NBC has so many of those profiles on the people and their sad stories. And whereas the other channels, which are like the sister companies of NBC, they all they do is they show a volleyball game and they don't put a bunch of commentary into it and backstory or they show rowing or they show archery or they show something. And you can just enjoy the sport instead of having to listen to people pontificate about whatever they feel like talking about and oh by the way here's some gymnastics <laughs> but i had heard do you think it's it's down because of wokeism that people are tired of it because it's in japan because people just don't think it's that big of a whoop anymore i admit that may be part of it i also think that obviously the biggest viewership is in the u.s and the u.s is sick and tired of athletes that turn their backs like the women's soccer uh, did when the national anthem is played and they say i've had enough of that crap i'm not i'm not putting up with it anymore and i'm telling you that's the the uh silent majority talking when the nba has their lowest uh viewership in years and it's 47 percent down in the olympics you're over there and you're you're being paid by the u.s to play a sport for the u.s you turn your back on that anthem once, and if I was a coach, I'd I'd kick every one of those off the team, every one of them. Yeah, it's not like the heydays of the, well, of course, in 68, there's those three guys that did the black power thing, but I can sort of remember the 64, 68, 72, 76, obviously, when it was purely amateur athletes, and it was for the love of the sport, and you just saw them lay their blood, sweat, and tears on the line and certainly there's a fair percentage that are still like that but unfortunately they're probably fewer and farther between now yes exactly and 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 like i say people are just fed up and sick and tired of this disrespecting the flag of the united states when they do that they're they're not doing anything for anybody by doing that what are they doing what are they what are they what is that are they getting under the table sponsorship? Are they? Do they think it's really going to 
do anything, raise public awareness. So many of those symbolic protests are just that. And it's like, what? What didn't Michelle Obama say some hashtag free the children? Remember that? Yes. There was like the people taken hostage in Africa. And that was her solution is to make up a hashtag for Twitter or something. Yes. Yes. And of course, they were all free after that. It was amazing. I couldn't believe it. It's just, I, I, you know what? I'd make those athletes walk home. That's what I would do. And you better be able to swim because there's a big ocean in between Japan and us. You, maybe the swimmers will make it, but then, you know, all the other people, the gymnastics, you know, the, that was Simone Biles. And that's an interesting name because that's what's in my throat right now uh, is, you know, she said, well, I just don't feel like, you know, I can – up to, up to my capabilities. You're an Olympic athlete. You're not wanting to do it because there aren't any people in the stands and you don't have people clapping for you like there was four years ago. Don't give me that crap. You sicken me. No sympathy from the G-man. No, the the, no. the, the uh, commentators and the hosts were just falling over themselves saying how brave it was. I don't want to hear it from them anyway because they don't know. If she wants to act that way, go in front of the microphone like they do at the end of their thing when they have accepted their their copper medal, which is what she'll get for what she did, and then explain herself why she did what she did. And then hopefully the ratings will drop another 10%. Pro athletes and, and prima donnas, and, you know, you can have it all because I didn't watch a single solitary second of it. Well, you still have a chance. I got another ten days or so. Oh, so. great! I, I'm going to run right over there as soon as we're done, and I'll I'll go check it out. I don't have any trouble sleeping, so I don't need to watch it. Well, even though our uh, handlers don't like us to run long, there was one other thing, and this is just a simple grammatical thing that drives me crazy: is that <laughs> people seem to have now. Of course, you have to put his what he his. They, whatever they yeah. and all of that stuff, which is total nonsense. But it's surprising how few people realize that anyone and everyone and anybody and everybody are singular words. So everyone out there, if you're talking about anybody, you're talking about one person when you think about it. And everybody, everyone, those are all singular words. So please don't use they and them and there when you're talking about it. So correctly, you would say, everybody got his way or everybody got his dinner. Not everybody got their dinner. And there's nothing sexist about using his and him and he because it is just the generic term for the word. And in that way, female is actually, and, and her, is actually a more special word because it's a more specialized word. And so you should feel good that the word his and he are just generic. And when you're talking about a woman, it makes it a little bit more elevated. So repeat after me, everybody got his way. Or everybody, <laughs> everybody did his it his way. way. <laughs> exactly. That is, if anyone says, oh, you're being sexist when you're saying that, no, you're being grammatically correct. I hope that gets out there into the uh, stratosphere. I just had to get that off my chest. <laughs> well, that was rather lighthearted, and, and we can end on that one then. 
That sounds good. You got the legal pad. You can scratch a couple off, but I know you got some humdingers for next oh, time. Oh, man, and I'm telling you. I was <laughs> one, digging my heels in this time, but I'll wait. It's always more fun with CC because then you can just sort of nudge him and nudge him, and then he'll just pop like the uh, pop goes the weasel once in a while, like, a, like last week. Like a bad zit. I know what you mean. All right. On that descriptive <laughs> note, we will end it. And we'll be back. We appreciate you guys listening and spreading the word, subscribing to our channel and getting notifications. I, I've had a surprising number of people who say I've listened to everyone so far. So that is very heartening. Excellent. And and when I get the HTTPQRXT uh, website one last time, I'm going to get a calling card made to give to everybody. Excellent. All right. Well, tune in again and we will talk to you then on the right angle. Peace out.